Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. To this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's rolled forward out of the Whoa! Welcome everyone to episode ten of the uh, Rassalon Addicts. I'm Matt. This is Sal. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Raw last night was—we'll we'll get to that—but Raw last night was pretty good. Um, SummerSlam was even better. Yes, it so was. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We definitely do on this wild frenzy MLB trade deadline Tuesday. And for more of your MLB trade deadline news and information and hot takes, tune in tomorrow night to the scoreboard addicts and they'll be sure to talk about the Soto deal, Montgomery, how loaded the Padres are right now. So scary. Tune in, tune into that tomorrow. Tomorrow night, but today, right now, it's all about the game and how you play it. Definitely, couldn't have put it better. It's it's time to play the game. It really is, and especially with the uh, raw ratings report coming out today. Wow, I was that that was stunning. I did not see the ratings getting to two point two. That was that was unbelievable. I I agree, and um, I celebrated my birthday this past weekend, so I was incoherent for most of Saturday night. Yep. So I didn't watch. That's how I am usually. I'm birthday. <laughs> All right, not here. I mean that that's the way to do it. So mm-hmm. I um, go all out. You have to go all out. Yeah. So I um I caught SummerSlam Sunday morning and you know I was wasn't even really hungover. I just laid on the couch, relaxed, and I watched right. it. And 
I want to say the only match that I just kind of like didn't really pay attention to that I fast forwarded through was the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey match. Yeah, I was I was expecting you to say that. Yeah, that match wasn't great. The finish was the finish was great. I loved the finish, creative finish. You know, they had Rousey get pinned and Liv tap at the same time, so. I like that, but the match itself wasn't, like you said, it wasn't very good. Yeah, it's, I don't want to, we'll jump from what I want to say about that, and then we'll start over with SummerSlam from the start of the card. But just, um, Ronda needs, needed to be heel. She needs to be a heel. Oh, yeah, that's an understatement. It, it fits her personality better, and it's just, it, it, She's not you she can't be walking around smiling, high fiving the fans. It doesn't look right. It, it it's not like it's okay for Brock to do it now, because Brock has been a monster for so many years already. He's so right. now that Brock comes down, he's laughing, he's high five, and it's different because we've seen that mm-hmm. massive mean streak from him. But with Rhonda, it was just always like, I'm a fan, I'm happy to be here. Smiling, yeah. high fiving. You should be destroying everybody. You should be doing what you what you did in the UFC. Be mm-hmm. serious. Don't put on this bullshit baby face like happy go lucky. It it just didn't work. She no. definitely needed the heel change. Yeah, I, I wish I wish there was somehow some way that Paul Heyman could be her mouthpiece. She needs a mouthpiece. Definitely. She definitely does. But um We'll we'll jump back to SummerSlam in a little bit. We have a surprise guest, and let me introduce him. He is the one and the only. Are you ready? <laughs> Boom, Jabba Jaw, Nick. How's <laughs> it going? Welcome to the show. What's up? Um, can't I you. can't hear you. Do I I'm have you muted? I'm off. Oh, there we go. I was doing good. I, I thought I messed up my focus. I feel like my head looks gigantic right now. You know what? It's the weird. Um, it's the layout that I have. It's let me see. There we go. Yeah, there we that's go. better. There we go. Woo! You guys don't want all of that up in there. It's a big piece. <laughs> I'm very fond in my old age. My head is getting bigger. How's it going, Thanks man? Welcome, guys. Welcome I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, um, you know, with, 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 and you guys have been talking about it. I watched last week's episode with Triple H taking over the Triple H era as, as they're calling it, uh, the move potentially to TV 14. Um, I wanted to, uh, discuss a little wrestling. Um, yeah. there's actually some stuff going on about things that I know, like fucking Ric Flair and what he did yesterday or two, I guess it was two, was it two days ago. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's it was today? Sunday night. Yeah. It was Sunday. I'm sorry. Today's Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, Ric Flair and his uh, final match, and uh, Triple H taking over, and 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 uh, just a lot of conversation from Jericho. Uh, I like I, I I've been paying attention to Jericho and uh, Phil Brooks, better known as Chick Magnet Punk, uh, has a lot to say these days, and uh, of course he does, when doesn't he? He's mid as shit, and uh, he's trying <laughs> to. Re- Rain on uh, on Triple H's parade because Vince is gone. As if Vince is any less rich 
having stepped away from a business that he built. And when I say a business, I don't mean WWE. I mean, WWE, I mean, wrestling in general. Absolutely. I mean, without, as far as everybody else is concerned, the day, after, Vince, the day after he retired, uh, he made like $135 million. <laughs> <in stock. laughs> so I don't think he cares. Um, and then of course, you know, I got some, I got some rest wrestling stuff that, you know, people might be interested in because it's no longer available, which was, it was really upsetting for me to see it. And I was like, it's not available anymore. You just dropped it the other fucking day. It was like, Limited run, really limited run, and I happen to be one of the luckies to grab a hold of one of them. Ooh. And I wanted to talk about that. Let's see it. Let's see it. Yeah. It was a very limited run. I had to wait forever to get it. I don't know why. Like they told me it was coming out Cinco de Mayo. I thought that was a little racist because that character is Cuban <laughs> and not Mexican. Um, and then I had to wait in like an additional two or three weeks. But I am wearing. Oh, that's sick. Ooh. I'm wearing Ooh. the Razor Ramon Chico Intercontinental Championship belt. Damn, that's great. Now, the, the one thing about this belt that, well, first of all, it's beautiful off the rip. It is no, beautiful. It's amazing. It's beautiful. A couple things I love about it that I want to detail. They no longer sell this on the, the Signature Series no longer has its own tab on WWE Shop. So it used okay. to be, if you went to title belts, it would say title belts. Uh, replicas, signature, and then accessories. It no longer says says signature. It might be because everything else. It might be because they partnered up with fanatics now, and that might be true. Um, yeah. What's worse is this belt is no longer posted. It's no longer on Shop WWE. I mean, that's, that's great for you because you know what? Just like what Razor did at WrestleMania ten. Chico, he became the undisputed intercontinental champion. And that's what you have right there. That thing is oh. gorgeous. Is that the one with the toothpick holder? Hold on, hold on. Can we <laughs> get there? Oh. That's nice. Official WWE authentic, that's right? Great. The inside's all gold chains and razors. That's one of the, right. that's the nicest belt I've seen in a while. That's really nice. The buckle says the bad guy. Wow. It's got your nice Razor Ramon uh, name right there. Beautiful. In the Razor style. That's and then, sick. of course, two things I love. One thing is right here. If you can see, it says, Using Machismo. <laughs> that was one thing. But the, as Matt said, it has a toothpick holder. Love toothpick that's legendary. Included. That is legendary. That's toothpick great. It's not included. So you have to add your own toothpick. <laughs> Beautiful. But I figured I'd share this with the community. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a ton of people that either A, didn't see it because they don't sit there and look at WWE shop all day long, um, <laughs> like I do. Um, and, uh, and of course, there are people that wanted it that couldn't get it. I had a hard time getting it. Like, they, they, I bought it, and they were like, oh, it'll ship next week. And then, like, a month later, it still hadn't shipped. And, they really? just kept, and, then, if you, and then they were like, hey, it's going to ship on this day. It's going to ship on that day. And it was like a big delay in them shipping it. But they kept posting on their website, ships out May 5th. And I'm like, it's May 28th right now. What the fuck are you guys talking about, May 5th? Yeah, right? Like, that was three weeks ago. So, and that was for people that just bought it, not even for people that had already bought it. I bought mine in April. Wow. And on May like 15th, it still said shipping out May 5th. And I'm like, is it? Because I haven't gotten mine yet. As with I, most I, of yeah. else, it comes I'm a in this big nice, fan. Uh, it comes in this nice filter 
our filter felt uh, bag. Oh, that is nice. That's, I love the purple. Really I love that nice. it's majority purple. It's just, it pops. It really does. It pops. Definitely pops. They need like, to go back to, the to that the, uh, the new IC belt is horrible. It's so yeah. bad. Well, listen, I, I'm hoping with Triple it's H back now, right? A lot of that. Huh? Yeah, it's circular. It's black. It, it yeah, looks. Yeah, it's just. It looks like a tag team title belt. It's. I'm not a fan of it. And I hope on, they bring back the old one. They need to bring back. They need to change a lot of their designs. Like just a big ZW logo. Listen, we get it. Give that to the sports teams that you do that win all the champions championships. Mm-hmm. Let that be like special for them. But bring back a nice power, meaningful design. There it is. He's boom. Cody. Cody wants to bring back the wing belt. The attitude era heavyweight championship is my favorite. It's yeah, so no, that's the best one. This is my favorite, and and I have the the spread eagle one over there, the Shawn yeah. Michaels special edition signature series one. Beautiful. I, that one always seemed too small for a heavyweight champion to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like it I looks agree. good on me, but I'm five foot ten, like two hundred pounds. It looked great on Brett. You know, yeah, he's a little uh, dude, but yeah, it looks exactly. ridiculous on Yoko. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yoko looked, couldn't. He just draped it around his shoulder. It looked ridiculous. No, he had an ex- they had an extender for him. Oh really? I've never seen That's that. where the extender think... came from for him and Andre. Oh, right. Anytime um, I saw him, I just saw it over the shoulder. And um it looked it looked real small on Diesel. Yeah. Wow. Even even looked, Hogan had that for a little. It looked yeah, weird. It looked small on yeah. Taker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It even looked small on Austin, because Austin's not a little guy. He's out, which I'm glad that it's it was only WrestleMania 14 when he was holding it up when he won, and he pretty much was the first one with that Attitude Era Championship, and it, it's just it's so pretty, and it's then they so nice. To, uh, to, mm. It was blue when Austin had it, and he yeah, it was yeah. But I figured I'd share that. But I, I what I really came on the show to talk about was uh, comments from Chris Jericho lately. He's been getting hated on by fans. With what? Yeah. What, what is he? Um, I know like, he's like, outspoken about a lot of the whole posture. like the Mark shit. Oh, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. talked about that last week. Yeah, I know, I know, and, I, and that's where I was like, "Wow, yes, let's talk about Jericho for a split second. The botch yeah. thing. Uh, Jericho had a lot of praise for Vince, even though, like, hey, listen, yeah, I have my disagreements with Vince, but you can't sit here and try to diminish what he contributed. No. Yeah, but then at the same time, you've got the on the other side, you've got, uh. Phil Brooks trying to put down um, Vince and like, oh, you think he's really retired? Punk is Punk has had. Uh, he tries to paint WWE as the devil. Yeah, it's just, absolutely. It's just it just because he left on bad terms. He just thinks that everyone hates being in WWE and they're the devil and they're the evil empire and. It, it, it's got to stop. I'm so tired he, of hearing about he it. He left on bad terms eight yeah. fucking years ago. Get Literally. over it. Bro, he, get he's over turning it. Into, he's turning into Bret Hart. Bro, he get over it. You and then, no, but on the, the company thing is, so much that gave you the opportunity to be in the UFC, literally, to, to write for Marvel, to be in heels. Listen, if it was wasn't for WWE and how they showcased, he'd still you, be doing backflips through tables in his backyard if it wasn't for WWE. Exactly. Exactly. So he, he would have just gotten out of Ring of Honor and just got bought by AEW. I, I hate how he hates on them because if it wasn't for them, he would be nothing. 
Absolutely. Would you... be? He'd be a re- he'd be remembered as somebody from Ring of Honor that the only the hardcore fans would remember. Yeah, he exactly. he would be abyss. <laughs> yeah, basically. He would be abyss. It's uh, not to I'm say so that Abyss tired. is a bad wrestler, but uh, uh, if you're sitting there talking about Abyss, he's a bootleg McFoley. Yeah, I was going to say a bootleg and Kane, Kane, but yeah, both yeah, together. True. Well, he has the body type of McFoley. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, punk is Punk is bitter, and I wish he would just stop talking about WWE and focus on AEW because you know what? It, he's a good wrestler. I it, he is a star. I'll give him that. You know, you can't deny that, but oh, Jesus Christ, just but, but even what he's doing, what you're doing in AW. From what I'm from what I'm gathering, I haven't watched a lot, but from what I'm gathering, um he's he's putting on a very mid performance at AEW right now. He 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 isn't doing punk was popular because he was anti authority and he was against you know, Triple H and Vince and Johnny, Johnny Ace and stuff like that. That's what made him popular. He was a rebel. And now in AEW, he's just, it's all butterflies and rainbows with him. And he's just, nobody wants I'm just wants happy that. to be here. I'm yeah, happy to be Yeah, he's just happy back. to be there. He's just happy, I'm happy to be there. I'm happy fans remember me. Oh, and put on a good a match and that's it. Uh, it, it he's, he's very uninteresting right now. Ladarius. Oh yeah, what else? Yeah, because he's old as fuck. That's why. Ladarius, thank you. I mean, he, he looks it. Yeah. Uh, Ladarius goes when it comes to CM Punk. Contrary to popular belief, some folks act like working for WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE helps CM Punk become mainstream and needs to lay off all the saltiness. Hundred. I agree, yeah. Ladarius. Yeah, I agree too. It's just I like Punk as a performer, but just. Give it up, like it's. it's There's no reason years. to talk about your ex. You literally, like, just I get he was asked a question, but like, just say something else. Just be like, you know what, guys, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to focus on AEW. Right? I, I work here now. That's all he had to yeah. say. Yeah, hey, yeah. I can't speak on what's going on in yeah. another company. I can talk about what's going on in my company. Let's You're talk right. about. But they That's ask him that question. They ask that question. Exactly. They know. They know. It's an easy soundbite. It's mm-hmm. like he's easily triggered by it. He I do agree. The one thing I agree with what he said was that it was really uncalled for what they did with when like Sasha and Naomi walked out. When they did the whole the whole disappointment thing, you know, keep that shit in house until you could fix it, and then air the dirty laundry. No, nah, I don't think so. You have to apologize to the fans. You have to apologize. Right. They right, did the same thing with Stone Cold, though. They like, did the same thing with Stone Cold. You can't do stuff. They did the same. Listen, Vince when you got these talented guys, right? That they think they're they're bigger than the organization, which they're not, because a lot of them have left and not made it elsewhere. Ultimate Warrior, perfect example. Oh God! And in his case, he held Vince hostage for like a million dollars, eight hundred thousand dollars, something ridiculous like that. How do you not? sit there and a take it personally especially vince that's his family's business so right. people go, oh it's business it's not personal that's bullshit it's very personal when you work with somebody 330 days a year it's very personal um that that's the first thing and the second thing is is like dude it's not just you and it can't be it can't be vince and i'll tell you why it can't be vince 
Because why is it that Undertaker can make it work? Why is it that Sean could make it work? Why is it that Rock can make it work? Why is it that Cena could make it work? You're all listing guys who had, you know, multiple <laughs> opportunities and were given the ball in a positive way. From what I understand, the reason why they, you know, even with Austin walking out, Austin walking out was the right decision. He did the right thing. What they want, what they want him to job to Brock. Un- then that's what they want to do. Promoted. Again, it's it's not your business, right? Right, but wrestling as- wrestling is scripted. You only have a legacy because the guy wrote you in. If he doesn't write you right. in, look at Undertaker. If Undertaker stays in WCW, He's the nothing. people that write over there bury him. They told him that he would make no money in this business. And and right. if he would have stayed in WCW, they would have been right. Right, right? then right when Taker came... It's not like your actual talent makes you a star because we all know that Ultimate Warrior couldn't fucking wrestle. No, but he was horrible. over, though. Oh. The he was over because him. they made him over, not because of him. They make you over. How many it's guys... Stupid. How many guys... I think it's... Push, I think though, it's... I think the it's fans even, just I, reject. Yeah. There's so many people that they the guy has the to make fans reject. I, I'm not saying that... I'm not... Listen, the wrestler has to have a modicum of talent to make it work. But the Undertaker's talent in the beginning of his career was literally being tall. He had in-ring ability. Yes, yes. he's very athletic. Yeah. But his gimmick was, I say, rest in peace. I go down. I beat the guy up. And I walk out. The gimmick is what put him over. Right. Right. Exactly. And then in wrestling, that's all you have is your gimmick. And you have to but your protect. gimmick is given to you by who? But you still have to protect your gimmick, though. Yeah, at you the still same have time, to... though, because that's your brand yeah. in a way. And, and Undertaker didn't do interviews, didn't do talk shows, didn't do all that stuff because he wanted to preserve his character, which, which is his legacy. If Sasha and Naomi are the tag team champions and they're getting buried and they're losing single matches, championship matches, it A, makes them look weak as a tag team. And then B, it's like, what's the point of them being the tag team champions? Vince so, just a, didn't care. Vince didn't exactly. care. Exactly. Hold on, hold on. Sean lost. Sean was Intercontinental Champion, and he had to cheat every single match to keep his belt. Does that shed? Does that cast a good light on him? Yeah, but that just makes him a heel. No, yeah, that but that's like a, but that's part. That's part of the story, though. Why have them as tag team champions if you're not going to showcase them as tag team champions? What's the I, point? I mean. Why well, have tag teams in that division anyway, where you only where you have a very limited amount of of, of performers anyway? And I, I think, think I think problem. that's what it falls down to. Also, <laughs> it's the same think, thing. Yeah. It's what's the point? Triple H, I think, will make that work. I know. Um, I'm doing covers for NXT tonight for Wrestling Inc. and they have like a whole tournament for the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles tonight. So they might be trying to bring them back now. I think NXT is the perfect spot for those tag team titles. And then what they should do is kind of like what they do with the Raw and SmackDown titles, how they're on both shows, being that right now the women's division on both Raw and SmackDown is so tag team light. Just have the NXT, just make them the WWE women's tag team titles and they're on all three shows. There's not enough participants. Well, well, you could if you do all three, because there's a ton of NXT. It's the same reason they didn't have their own Royal Rumble. There aren't enough participants. So until you can convince more little girls to want to become wrestlers, which, let's be real, wrestling is a boy-watched program, 
and they can argue that, oh, it's because women aren't showcased enough. No, it's because little boys like violence. That, that's what it comes down to. Like when I was a little boy, I wanted to beat people up. My sister did not. That's, that's what it comes down to. I mean, it just, it just is. There's more men boxers than there are women boxers. And you could have a thousand Layla Ali's out there. There are less women that want to fight. Men want to fight all the time. We're just naturally tuned to just fight each other. Like, and I'll get in trouble for this. I really don't care. It's true. Like every day I go through traffic and I'm like, man, if I was, oh, I'd punch the crap out of that guy right now. My girlfriend don't say crap like that. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm messed up in the head to want so much violence in my life. I agree with the whole traffic thing. Traffic just brings the worst out in people. I was in the car with her today, and somebody stopped at the light in front of me with like a whole like ten seconds of yellow left, and I was just like, uh, "Oh, you!" I started cursing profusely. <laughs> she was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, I am not okay." That guy's lucky I don't pull him out of his car and beat him to death in the street. So she would never say that. You should be lucky that you don't have a very short-tempered girlfriend who gets mad at every little thing right away. A lot of those chicks who do get mad right away or probably in the WWE right now or AEW. Ronda Rousey. All, all, I, I, think Ronda now, I think now there's more females who want to be wrestlers and they're more back in the attitude era. I disagree. I think there's more females that want to be famous and that's the way they can do it. I think some of them are like that. I, would I think it goes hand in hand, but it goes with watch what the guys do though. Look at, look at what's her name's uh, career. Paige's career, right? Yeah. When she went through uh, NXT, right? Or FCW, wherever she was, right? NXT, yeah. All the girls yeah, that were NXT. there with her, what were they? I mean, Dancers and cheerleaders. None of them wanted to. She was the only girl that wanted to be a wrestler. Well, no. I mean, I, around that time, I, either it's right before she got called up or maybe she was there a little bit with them but i'm pretty sure she was there with bailey becky charlotte i think was charlotte there. and sasha i think that was around the time Paige was we've, just we've just named five we've just named five people that were aspiring to be wrestlers that's it everybody else they yeah, are models those, that just want to be famous that day but those five you could probably compare it to the o2 class with shelton or in cena batista and um brock to, to be fair, though, Brock and Batista didn't want to be wrestlers either. But no, Batista did. No, I watched Batista. Batista was a bouncer. Okay, he had. He was forty years old when he made his debut. He had no aspiration to be a wrestler. He was a he bodybuilding was, bouncer. But he and there was money in wrestling, and, and then he started he's, working he's out. So, so he's Goldberg. Nah, he's better than Goldberg. He, I'm, not, he, oh, I'm saying he's scared. His intention to start was. I can make money doing this. Oh, yeah. Not something that's in my blood. Like Orton is, is a wrestler. His father oh. is a wrestler. His grandfather's a wrestler. Hart is a wrestler. His father's a wrestler. His grandfather's a wrestler. Michaels wanted to be a wrestler since he's 16. Triple H wanted to be a wrestler since he was like 18, 19. You know, they, they did things. They aspired to do this. You know, CM Punk wanted to be a wrestler his whole life. Mankind wanted to be a wrestler his whole life. Right? Mick Foley wanted to be a wrestler right. his whole life. But it's because of all those guys which is why you could bring someone like a Batista into where it goes, you know what? I've seen that you, you can become famous from, from this. And then his intentions were just to get famous. And then he, he actually wasn't that bad. In no, the no, ring. I'm not, I'm not know, saying he was bad. He's not Goldberg bad, but what I'm saying is there's a, difference between, there's a difference between 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. You're setting out to do this because this is what you want to do. And you're doing this because the option was presented in front of you because you look like this is something you could do. Right. But I then think there's less six- of that today. I think there's, le- I mean, in the early 2000s, there was a lot of that. You had Lita and you had Trish and then everybody else kind of like, Corey. yeah, you had people like that. And then, you know, you had the models and stuff. I think nowadays there's less of that. You have Ronda, you have Beck. I mean, Becky Lynch well, is again, Ronda didn't want to be a wrestler either. Ronda just got her ass kicked by Chris Cyborg and had to quit a real job. No, Ronda was always a fan. Listen, when, Ronda when was I saw a fan, Ronda, yeah. Ronda <clears throat> sitting in the stands, WrestleMania 31 with the Rock. Matt, Matt I knew right away promo, she was. You could cut a promo better than Ronda Rousey. She ain't that much of a fan. No, her promo is horrible. Well, okay. How is that possible? Bro, Everybody that's a fan growing up, cut a promo. I could cut a promo right now. I don't. I'll cut a promo. I don't no, know listen. if everybody that was a fan can cut a promo. Well, what I'm saying is when you were a kid, you cut a promo. You grabbed that your mom's freaking blow dryer or comb, and you looked in the mirror, and you were like, I'm coming for you. Well, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with them hand getting handed scripts and stuff, which is with Triple H is going to change, I think. I heard. You could tell she looks uncomfortable. She, she, she looks uncomfortable know, talking. She doesn't Brock know whether to hand- smile yeah. Be angry, high five people. It's and also she's like that's why Brock has had Paul all those years. But and look how long it took Brock to And I'm not a Brock fan himself. <laughs> I know we've talked about this. This is You don't like Brock? I don't like Brock. <sighs> tell him like? tell him what you think of Brock. He's the biggest I mean, money draw in wrestling. That's great. Wrestling sucks these days compared to what it was when I was a kid. I mean, yeah, but even when he was, even like back then, like when he Brock Lesnar, to me, in my opinion, everywhere Brock Lesnar has gone because of his natural gifts of being a large man, he's been handed everything he got. But he could perform in the ring, though. He's yeah, he great in the ring, though. I see him do like six German suplex, a couple of punches, and that's it. I, I, I mean, I haven't watched him wrestle in many years. Yeah, but but I watched him wrestle. That's all he but, did. But that's all he Brock has to do. Dude, He's Brock not Rey Mysterio. Is the, yeah, I'm not Brock saying he is. But... Brock doesn't have to do a lot to get a reaction out of fans. He he has to do less. I, I'm saying is I always appreciated a guy. The, the story of wrestling is what makes wrestling. Because if not, then just shut off all the microphones, shut off all the fireworks, and just let them get in the ring and dance. Like, Americans couldn't watch Lucha Libre because they have no idea what they're saying. You should You'll be watch. amazed what goes on in the ring, but why are you showing up next week? Because the story's over. That's it. You saw what happened in the ring, and you don't care what happens next week. You'll just watch it when you watch it. It's like American Ninja Warrior. You go out there, you watch them do backflips, and uh, 
And, you know, it's, it's, that's it. You don't really care. Like, I don't go out of my way to watch American Ninja Warrior. There's no story. Next week, it's somebody else. I don't care. So, well, Brock why... not being able to cut a promo is a big deal to me. Yeah, but he's but a he, monster. He doesn't he need can to cut now. a promo. But he can cut a promo now. Now he's, I, now well, he's listen, able to. But also, it's like. When they pushed him so hard years ago, I lost interest because they were pushing this guy on me. Same reason I lost interest with Cena and his bad Marky Mark impression. And they shoved that down my throat. It was like Hogan eating my vegetables and fucking saying my prayers. Listen, I, no, I, I listen, wasn't I'll, crazy about that either. But... I'll admit, Cena was without yeah. a doubt in the early 2000s. I appreciate him more. 2000. Right now, yeah, he was shoved uh, yeah. down our throat hardcore back then. Cena but only now, has four moves. Delete an but, older move to learn a new move. I love that man. But now it's, I appreciate Cena more without Me him too. being here. You know, it's it might be like Joey Gallo. I might miss Joey Joey oh, Gallo God. a little bit, but it's nobody's gonna miss him. We'll but talk I, about I, tomorrow. Even, yeah. I don't want to get into that. We'll talk, we're on wrestling right now. Stay on wrestling. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to talk about that either. But it's more of you know, with Cena gone, you realize the star power that he had, and he actually had good matches with a lot of people. AJ Styles. Even with Brock, Sammy Zayn, he had a great match with Brock. Yeah. Again, I miss the controversy. I miss seeing something that I wasn't supposed to see. And when WWE went PG, that went out the window. Watch the main event of SummerSlam if you want to see something that you've never seen before. I know you're not a Brock guy, and you think you think Roman's a bootleg Rock, but. I think I, I so I watched last week, mind you. You you convinced me to watch last week because it was the first day when they were at MSG. Uh, right. So you convinced I, me that something crazy was going to happen because it was first day of the Triple H era and nothing happened. I had to watch really, Roman go out there and Paul Heyman talk for him like he did with Brock, and I was like, "This again? We're doing this again?" I could have sworn yeah. I saw this already. So I think maybe Triple H didn't want to like. I don't think Vince he was right away. Celebrate the, the burial events. Yeah, so really, if you want to see the start of the Triple H era, watch go watch SummerSlam and watch Raw last night. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's not going to be I, – I tweeted this out. While Raw last night wasn't Attitude Era-like, no. it, the format and the layout, to me, felt like the Attitude Era. It was more where, sports-based. Yeah, and you were like you were engaged. The first hour yeah. was commercial free, so it was a great triple threat match. Um, you had a great singles match between Rollins and the future world Montez. champion Montez Ford. Um, it was a good show. It it kept me entertained, and that's what I'm looking I, for for three I hours. Watched, I watched both nights of WrestleMania this year, and I sat there and I was just like, there was nothing interesting that just happened. Oh my I think God. I saw two matches yeah. where I was like, oh, that was good. That was good. Everything else, I was just like, why am I watching the punter from the Colts in the fucking ring right now? I think, oh, that was the most impressive thing that Pat I saw. McAfee. Was Pat McAfee do a backflip? That was the most impressive thing that I saw. Was Pat McAfee do a backflip? You, you weren't impressed. Listen, I know how you feel about Kevin Owens, but what Austin was able to do at his age after not wrestling for 18 years. Honestly, um, when Vince came in and took that stunner, it just ruined, it broke my heart. That that's on Vince. So Honestly, bad. that's when he should have fucking retired. It was so if bad. he just would have retired after that stunner, uh, see, I no one it. would know about all this. I like so, that it was I like that, that stunner was botched because it came full circle. 
The last stunner and the first stunner were the worst. <laughs> show, show what Ladarius just said, because he's right. I am, uh, yeah. I'm absolutely a heel. Ladarius, it is more fun to be a heel, all right? It is fun to be the bad guy. Roman Reigns is only finding out just now how great it is to be the most hated man in the arena because it, it, there's a freedom to it. You're not in that hole. You're not, you don't have to sit there and go, oh, this guy's a good guy. I got to say the right thing. I got to eat my veggies. I got to say my prayers. I don't have to do that. I can sit there and say, fuck Brock Lesnar. And you know what? Bring the hate. I'm ready for it. I am ready for it. All right. <laughs> Call me Stephen Amell because I am a heel. A hundred percent. There's being a heel and then there's saying just controversial things to get a reaction. I'm not. Brock I'm not. Lesnar. I truly believe these things. That's the problem. <laughs> I, you know what? You're right. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> All right. Just like you hate Kofi and Ray, I hate Brock Lesnar. We just I hate them for different reasons. You can't, you can't say that. I don't hate Kofi. You and Ray. hate Kofi and Ray? I don't wow. know. Listen, uh, do I think Ray Mysterio should never been world champion? Yes. Uh, Was he only world yeah, champion because Eddie Guerrero died? Uh, yes. Come on, come on. Bro, what? Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio? That was just, just a good moment. He also thought why, that the, why, why, also why thought was Rey winning? That was such a feel. Why was Rey winning a good and, moment? Why was Rey winning a good the moment? The whole Eddie thing. That was such a good moment. Charlie was his uncle, was his nephew. When yeah, but Rey, Rey, Rey and Eddie were friends. They were a tag team. That was such a feel good moment. Rey that Mysterio. was a good moment. Eddie died. He also he, he also thought that the impression that that uh, Scott Hall did of a Cuban was hilarious. <laughs> Rey Mysterio should not have been world champion. It didn't make <sighs> sense for a little guy like that. And yeah, then what they for... did afterwards, he's beaten Kane. Kane. So, so I'll, I'll say this: what, I agree Henry? with Matt. I hate the little guy beating the guy who's gigantic. I don't hate it with Ray, and I'll tell you why. Because the way Ray wrestles is yeah. not like Daniel Bryan, where Daniel Bryan wrestles like he's fucking Triple H and beats somebody that's the size of the big show. No, I hate I Daniel Bryan, too. All right? And oh, two- my God. Yes! Yes! I wanted oh. to hit him so bad. All right? I am bigger than Daniel he's Bryan. One the, he's one of the best workers in the business. Right? I don't I don't give a shit. All right? Bret Hart is a great worker in the ring, too. Oh. I, I I wasn't a Bret Hart fan either, all right? Okay, no. neither was I. I'm not. Neither some neither. I think that's I the just one thing we not all agree like. on. Yeah, I, I do don't like, like Bret Hart. Daniel Bryan's gimmick. Uh, I, I didn't like Bret Hart's gimmick. He didn't but have a gimmick. He just was dry and Canadian. Like he was Canadian. That, no, Canadians are nicer than Bret Hart. Owen was Canadian. I liked Owen better than Bret. So, so uh, I just want to talk about two more things. I don't want to take up too much of you guys' time. I don't want to take over the um, take over the show. Yeah, um, no, listen, is, the show's flowing. I mean, <laughs> um, listen, this is good conversation. Did you guys see the pr- the promo that Jungle Boy cut on Ed on Christian? Excuse me. Unbelievable. All right, crazy. I had problems with that, and I'll tell you why. One, you oh. call yourself fucking Jungle Boy. You have no heat, bro. You can't call yourself Jungle Boy and be like, "I'll beat you up." No, like Jungle Boy, sit back down. All right. Oh. Everybody else is oh Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Oh. Everybody's the Undertaker. All right, the legend killer, Jungle Boy. Like, no, stop. It's it's not even Jungle Man. It's Jungle Boy. It's not even Jungle Man. It's Jungle Boy. All right. 
And and the other thing was, and I don't know if they discussed it beforehand, and they have, they may have not. Sometimes the, the lines of kayfabe and, and what's real get blurred. Um, I did think that it was a bold move for him to bring up Christian going through a divorce, if that is in fact true. And if he didn't talk oh. about it with Christian beforehand and he just threw it out there to make it extra hot, I hope Christian comes back this week and talks. They make some dead 90210 jokes. I, I'm, no, sure but- he, I'm sure he got that approved because Christian literally talked about his dead father. So. I'm oh, did sure. he? Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, let's make some 90210 references. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'm sure he, a Jungle Boy got that one approved. But, but again, I, you, you, like if he was just Jack Perry, if he was Jungle Jack Perry, I'd be like, all right, great. That, Jungle that's Boy! A great name. That's a great Dude, name. You're 180 pounds, all right? With sideburns. Like Jungle Boy. Sideburns down to here and long flowing hair, and your best friend is a guy that dresses up like a dinosaur and carries a midget on his shoulder. That, that one I agree with. I like, dude, come on. Like, you need a new gimmick. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm saying is you can't be Jungle Boy and do it. You want to know what you can't be? You can't be world champion and what it agrates when your name is Jungle Boy. No, he'll Thank never you. be world champion. Thank you. But, be, no, no, be I know he won't. Not, that's not fair to say, Sal. That's not fair to say. And the only reason I tell you that is because Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, the sexy boy, the boy toy, wasn't supposed to be world champion either. Yeah, but he was more over. And neither was the ringmaster. <laughs> right, Shawn but, Michaels was more I over. Mean, the blue chipper, he was supposed to be world champion, and everybody hated him. Who was supposed to be world champion? The blue chipper. Oh, okay. Well, when you look at Jungle Boy, he doesn't scream world champion. Not no. today. I don't, but in, I don't in 15 think years, he could. Uh, yeah. I, Listen, I get mean, a little juice going, got, change his name little, to something else. Yeah. If he I'm changed sorry, it up a little What bit. do you mean by a little juice? Like a little, uh, a little gear. Get a little gear going. Oh, yeah. Not just, you know, underwear and long hair. You know, that, that's right. what the, the, the name, the gimmick, it doesn't. Oh, Matt doesn't understand. In the bodybuilding world, steroids are referred to as gear. Oh, okay. I was I was not aware of that of that lingo. Oh, then yes, he absolutely needs to juice up. I said the same thing about Adam Cole, and everybody got upset. Adam Cole, love Adam Cole. Great in the ring, but he doesn't look like a world heavyweight champion. Honestly, honestly, you really you really don't have to juice up. You just have to change your body style. Just so like, tone. be like a Randy Shawn, Orton. Shawn Michaels it. didn't use steroids. Shawn Michaels did freaking real drugs like coke and and painkillers. But but he he just beefed up a little bit. Same thing with Brett. Brett was just got a little beefy. So just eat That's some it. cheeseburgers and lift weights, and you can get that same body style. And then and then you'll be world champion. It's not impossible. You don't have to do steroids like Eddie and, and Benoit. Yeah, and look how that ended up for, for both of them. Ladarius wants to know: Is Sal the only face on the show? I think so. Sal is yeah, a baby I mean, face. So I'm looking at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a baby face today. I, I mean, it should be known that I'm I'm a heel immediately. I'm dressed in all black and I have a big mouth. Of course, I was going to be. I'm Paul Heyman. <laughs> all I need is a fucking ponytail. Oh God! Even he got rid of that. But yeah, Sal might be the only face on the show. Might but, be. Uh, and then the uh, the other, I, I wanted to bring up one other thing. I'm just it's escaping me right now. One was that promo that Jungle Boy Jack Perry cut. Which God damn it, change your name, dude. Stop being Jungle Boy. At least be Jungle Man. Just call call yourself J M Jack, Jimmy Jack. They want that's 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 too close to punk. 
And you know punks, ego. So, yeah. Chick magnet punk. I can't imagine he magnetizes too many chicks these days. Um, he's married. <laughs> sorry for um, What was the other thing I wanted to talk? I saw it and I was like, really? We got to talk about we got to talk oh, about Flair. Flair. Fucking Flair. Oh, no. Talk about it. it so- Darius, cover your ears if you're a Ric Flair fan. Rick Flair should have retired 25 years ago, all right? I've hated Ric Flair since I'm a child because my whole life, I'm like, this guy's built like my grandpa. Why is he wrestling? I was like, and his underwear looks the same as my grandpa's too, droopy. You're worried about the wrong person. Darius, I don't know if he likes Flair, but Sal? Yeah. Sal has Flair in his top five. Flair was your grandfather before you were born. I love Flair. He's in my he's on my Mount Rushmore play. Sal, you never even saw the best of Flair. Yeah, I, I go back and watch. There's a network. No, 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 that I, would be like me being like, man, I missed that Bruno San Martino. Like, no, I wasn't even born. Yeah, but you got the network now and all that. I watch I go and watch it. I, yeah, I whenever watch. I see Flair on the network, I immediately go to the next match. Oh, he was, he's <laughs> one of the best workers ever. You're right. From nineteen sixty to nineteen seventy nine, he was amazing. Rick Flair should have retired when they stole his butterfly robe. <laughs> he should have retired like when he was Flair. wrestling in a t-shirt on Nitro. Yeah. 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 He should have went down with the WCW ship. All right? Because guys like Flair and, and Arn Anderson uh, getting in the ring is why WCW went down the tubes. They could sit there and blame Scott sure. Hall, and they could blame Nash as much as they want. The reason that they died... Was because guys like Jericho didn't get a push because they still had to account for fucking Flair having his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, there was treat- nothing that went on with the Four Horsemen during treat- the 90s that was remotely interesting. The only thing that was remotely interesting about the Four Horsemen in the 90s was Benoit stealing Kel- Kevin Sullivan's wife. Oh, Lord. And look yeah, how that ended treat- for Benoit. They treated Flair like crap in the 90s. Did they? He had a job still. Yeah, but they. I would have fired his ass. He'd have been. They, a, he would have been escorting people to the ring, or he'd have been a referee if I ran Flair, that company. I agree, Ladarius. Listen, Ladarius, I agree with you. He said that sweet chin music from sh- that Shawn Michaels gave Flair at WrestleMania no, twenty four was his was his end of Flair, and and you know what? It was a sweet way for Flair to end his career, but not sweeter than him closing down Nitro with Sting. You know how you know Flair wasn't really the greatest of all time? When he was the WCW champion and he was in the WWF because of that whole bullshit lawsuit or whatever, you know who he wrestled at WrestleMania? And I'm not knocking him because he's one of the greats. The Macho Man. You know who he didn't wrestle? Hogan, who was the WWF champion at the time. Well, that was because of Vince. If, but but, but that's, that's the how thing, Vince though. that. But why wouldn't you have champion versus champion? The biggest, why wouldn't the you biggest put Flair two. versus Hogan? Why didn't they do Hogan versus Stone Cold? Because Hogan's selfish and so's Flair, and no one wanted to put the other one over. Uh, it, it took 2002 when both of them had bad knees and backs for them to have a match on Monday Night Raw. What? I will always feel that Flair was selfish and buried guys mm. and buried guys. And, 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 and Sal, you weren't, alive. A... you weren't alive when WCW became where the big dogs uh, play or some shit like that. I was like, you mean where the old dogs play? I remember being a kid going like, 
I could watch Raw. I could watch WWE and watch young men wrestle, or I could watch WCW and watch old men wrestle. Now, in retrospect, I guess Ric Flair wasn't that old. Like in retro, like I'm I'm 35 now. He's probably 45 at the end of his run in WCW in the mid 90s. Uh, but his body type did not say 45. His hair type being so bleach blonde always looked white to me. Uh, his best friend was balding and not in a good way. Like I'm bald, but I am not balding. Um, I mean, I am, but I'm bald. So it doesn't, the two don't correlate, but him r- walking around with fucking Arn Anderson, who also looked like he was my dad. And, uh, and who was the other guy? Fucking, uh, Mongo, Charlie. Steve Mongo McMichaels, who, who stone cold ended up marrying his ex-wife. Um, Deborah McMichaels, uh, it just looked like my dad and his two friends going out to beat people up. And I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Bro, yeah, they looked like a fucking yeah, bowling get team. your friend. <laughs> they looked like a drunk bowling team that you that would go yeah, on. Yeah, but he on paid, late he, paid, he paved the way for all those guys. They yeah, and then he buried them when he got there. He paved yeah. the way and then put up a they fucking velvet rope. They buried him. He, he paved they, the way. Listen, the he was still on TV. The NWO no, he was still on TV. The NWO would just run out and spray paint him because they were more popular, right? But the point being is, is that they still had to waste time. They still had to waste time putting Ric Flair on TV, and guys like Jericho had to leave. Because I think they, Flair earned that spot, though. They, no, he didn't. He, he earned a retirement home a long time ago. Mm. I agree with Ladarius. He should have stayed retired after WrestleMania 24. He should have retired when he wrestled Sting and did it was, WrestleMania 24 was the best retirement for any wrestler ever. And then, and yeah, me and Saul he, talked about this last he week. He went and ruined it. He, but he admits that he went to TNA because he needed money and he needed, you know, he had divorces. The, all this money like that. that he needed, he should have gotten his so, teeth fixed. I, I don't agree that he had this last match. I, it was, I didn't watch it. I saw some clips of it, but. Is Tully Blanchard in the ring these days? He's a manager. Uh, is he in the ring these days? No. Yeah, because he knew when his time was fucking over. Ric Flair could have been a manager for the last 25 years. He should have been a manager for the last 20 years. He never should have. I don't agree agree with anything he did after 2008. I'll tell you this right now. I've only ever seen Ric Flair wrestle one time in my life. and Matt and I were there together. When when MVP put that drop, that drop toe hold and he missed, I was done. I was like, this man can't wrestle. Like he's over. Like he when when MVP is throwing you a drop toe hole and you go, oh shit, I forgot I was supposed to fall. That's a problem. And I remember sitting there going, that was a botch. Like on a drop toe hole, nothing even complicated. Something he's done a million times in his career. I'm Watch like, this is the guy word. that wrestled Dusty Rhodes. Watch out with that word. Jericho might be listening. Yeah, Jericho might. <laughs> why? Why would Jericho care? Jericho got buried by this guy in the nineties. They these, had to spend 15 minutes love him, interviewing love Ric Flair him. and Jericho got to say things on the ramp on the way to the match, on the way to the ring. And that was his interview. He got to scream at the camera on the way, all right, baby! That, that, was, that was his interview for the match because Ric Flair had to spend know. 20 I, minutes in a, in a Sears fucking suit and I glasses from 1977 bragging and a bandage on his forehead bragging about I how he was making Flair. his return in three weeks. I loved Flair and old W like the late nineties WCW. Awful. Awful. He was always aggression ever. Him and Evolution was great. I, I yes. 
He was perfect in Evolution. That was the perfect gimmick for him because. But I thought he had a more was of evolution. Role. No, he he won the tag titles. He I think he won the IC title after that. He won. He beat, and that's the thing though. He's fucking beating Carlito, Carlito for the Intercontinental title. A young up and coming stud. Yeah, but nobody five year old Flair can have one more day in the sun. Yeah. You know, I this is never like, retire, like this is like in the, in the mid, this is like at the end of Jeter's career where I'm just like, he's got nothing left. Like this is getting bad. Like his defense yeah, is getting awful. His batting average is drop is dropping below. And you're just yeah, like, he was, still, he was still over though. Everybody loved him. Who? I, that, where? Everybody loved in the early 2000s, everybody loved him. I, I didn't fucking love him. I never loved him. My whole my whole life, he's been an old man. You know why they loved him in the early 2000s? Because he barely wrestled. Once yep. his sloppy ass got in the ring, it ah. really wasn't that good. How many good Ric Flair matches could you say he's had in WWE from 2002 to um, when? 2002, he had a lot of good matches. He had the good match with Taker at WrestleMania. Taker. Jericho. Edge. Um, now, okay. I, Edge. Yeah, that, he had he had that nice street fight with Vince. I mean, it was a good match, but it was a good street fight. Well, I mean, it's I'm not trying to be like Dave Meltzer and like put stars on here, oh, but like God. I'll I'll say this though: the fact that you just sat there and named like four matches over the course of twelve years—that's a no, problem. I had more. There was more because I, I again I'm the kind of guy that I, I like the story. I'm a big story guy. When I want to see something in the ring, I want to see something I've never seen before. And Ric Flair ain't doing it. He's doing his stupid strut. He's doing a couple of elbows. He's doing his figure four. He's going to blade himself. And that's the show. And the he way ain't he doing won back his last the second match. rope into a table and breaking his ribs. He ain't doing that. It's, it's, it, it was just so unnecessary. And in, in my opinion, that's like, that's like me, like, oh, you know what? I, I could I could still, like, write insurance. Let me do it one more time in front of every – dude, who cares? If you're the greatest of all time, like everybody says, why do you need to embarrass yourself with a tag team match that no one gives a shit about in some swan song so you can get a bunch of money? $200 a ticket? Sounds- $200? No, I agree. I, it now, was, everybody was sitting there going, dear God, Rick, why? Bro, no, they this paid one, that because they wanted to see him. They wanted this to see his one, last match. This last match, I agree, he shouldn't have done. But he did it, I think, just to get the stink of that TNA run off of him. Money. Just so he didn't have to it say, just smells money. worse now. Money. And money. Money, and dude. Money. He, he he's doing car shield commercials. He's hyping up college football. Yeah, he, no, he you think he's money. just showing up to Alabama for the hell of it? They're paying him. No, of course. For what? Yeah. To hype up? A, 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 it doesn't make it, sense. He's doing You're it for the Claire. money, and I think he didn't want the stink of the last match being in TNA. Which, Listen, you know what? The stink, like, the stink from TNA smelled like shit. This one smelled like a bloody shit, okay? Well, it, it, this one was more unnecessary. Like Even Taker and Foley. Foley was sitting over there going, really, guy? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. First of all, it was weird. Foley, even Foley threw himself Foley, off a fucking 25-foot structure into a table, all right? And, like, wrestled with, like, broken fucking teeth coming out of his nose. And Foley's looking at Flair like, what, are you fucking crazy? 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah. I, he shouldn't have done it. I give him respect for doing it because he's 73. I mean, who? I'm not going to be doing that him. at 73. I hope that money him. he made, he yeah. uses to fix his teeth. Did you did you order a, a last match for Flair shirt, Sal, so you could? No. 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 I don't want to. Hey, Sal, I just want to point out, they have a lot of Signature Series belts on WWE Shop. They do not have one for Ric Flair. They don't. They do have John Cena's. And that is a, a hefty $1,000. What? $1,000. Bro, it's not even like it's signed by him. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, the, oh that belt. Why? It's not yeah. even like it's a – it looks like it's a knockoff. It's not even a real belt. It looks like a, a the boot. It looks like a bootleg U.S. title spinner belt. Oh, it comes with. Oh, wait, yeah, I think I saw that. I think I saw that. It one. comes yeah. with a lot of stuff. It comes with a briefcase. A thousand dollars. And it comes with a T-shirt and some sweatbands and some headbands. One thousand dollars, though. Bro, it's not even autographed. Throw an autograph on there for it. I'm trying to see if they if like the gems are real gems because some of these uh. Some of these belts, they actually put like real like Kubrick Zirconia on there. Oh, really? Or 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 Swarovski crystals. So like if you look at the uh if you look at the uh highest price is the um the Elite Series Universal Championship replica belt. How much and is that, that one that one, if you look at the details, it says features three hundred and eighty three hand placed cubic zirconia. Hmm. Wow. So I get that, you know, that's kind of cheap actually. They dropped the Rey Mysterio championship belt though, big gold belt with Rey Mysterio. Yeah, you know why? Because no one's buying it. Because no one, no one could believe that he was actually world champion. They're like, oh, this must be a knockoff. They also dropped the Triple H uh, Attitude Era belt, a Brock Universal, uh, not Universal, uh, un, un, what's it called? Oh, uh, the the und- undisputed one. Yeah, undisputed. Yeah. I like they that. They have a, a Hogan NWO big belt. I, I just scrolled by that. End. I love the NWO. So that's. They have a uh, Bella's Divas Championship. Bro, these are. John Cena has two. He even has a spinner belt. If you wanted to buy both John Cena three. belts. He, he has three. Three? Yeah, he's got the Never Give Up one. That's the Legacy Championship one. He's got the, uh, the, the heavyweight orange one. And then he's yeah. also got the U.S. one. Dude, you're wow. dropping like 3K for John Cena right there. 
Yeah, because those that's are so a lot. Mankind's that's got an attitude out. Even China has an Intercontinental Championship belt signature series, but there is no Ric Flair belt. Wow. And, and he's like a, what, a two-time Hall of Famer? What's up with that? He sold both of his rings for hookers and blow. Terrible. I can't wait in three years when we have Ric Flair's last match again. Oh, God. <laughs> Ric Flair comes out with not. a walker. He comes out with a walker. Terrible. But, yeah, I, 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 I've never liked Ric Flair. I... I, I saw I watched Dusty Rhodes um by, uh, the like his little documentary that they did on um WWE Network and uh I do appreciate what Ric Flair did from the 60s until the mid 80s late 80s but by the time I started watching wrestling when I was like 7 8 years old to me he was older than my father already so that made him an old man like he was and it, to me I'm watching Sean at, at 28 29 30 and Diesel at 28, 29, 30, and Razor at 28, 29, 30, and then the 45-year-old father is there as well. And he's champion, and they're not. And I'm sitting there like – and, and, again, I'm one of those people that's like, it has to be believable. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was never believable to me that a 65-year-old man could beat up a 30-year-old. It just wasn't. And then I have a friend of mine, Ruben. If you see this, shout out to Ruben. Ruben's a huge wrestling fan. He's like, dude, my dad's 65. He could kick your ass. I said, I'm pretty sure your dad's like a black belt or something, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I am not. So him beating me up is not crazy because I am not a professional fighter, but he is. Wrestlers, kayfabe, are supposed to be professional fighters, which means they're on the same boat. They're same par, right? Just like Anderson Silva at 40-something years old is not going to beat the current middleweight champion at 30 years old. He's not gonna because he's too old. He's got too many miles on him. You know, it just, it, there are certain sports where that doesn't fly. Like, if you're a defensive end at 40 years old, you ain't beating a 27 year old offensive tackle. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it, it's funny you say that because I think it was Sting. Sting was um, doing an interview or whatever, one of those documentary things. And he was, I don't know who he was feuding with. But he was like, whatever you do, don't call me an old man in your promo. Because when I beat you, you got beat by an old man. And that, in a way, buries you. Yeah. So it's like, you know. So that always bothered me. Like, Sting is lucky because he wears makeup. Yeah, but bro, do you see his hair? Yeah. And I agree with you on the hair thing. That hurts me. That that hurts me. Trust me. But Sting is lucky because he wears makeup. But at some point, it becomes either, A, this young guy's beating up that old man or this old man's beating up this young guy. And to me, like to, as far as the story is concerned, and it's the same thing for me with Daniel Bryan, that he he wrestles like he's Triple H's size because he ain't doing shit Rey Mysterio's doing. And, now, yeah. and, and you know that's my beef with X-Pac, is that after he broke his neck, he didn't do anything off the turnbuckle anymore. And I was just like, this guy's supposed to beat up Kane? He's 180 pounds. Like, what are we talking about here? And he was awful on the mic. Absolutely awful. Sean Waltman should never be near a microphone in his life. Your ass is grass. <laughs> and I'm going to smoke it. He just yelled all the time. He was always just like, Arr-r-r-r-r-r-r-r. and I'm like, his voice doesn't match his body and his wrestling skills. Have been lately. I'm like, he is the Billy Martin of fucking wrestling. <laughs> Where he's just best friends with really successful people and they keep him around for entertainment purposes. 
I, I agree Mar- with that. Billy Martin was a, a Yankee that hung out with Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford. That, that was the analogy. I agree with that because X-Pac has no business being in the Hall of Fame with the NWO. No. He was there for six months and he got fired. Yeah, I agree with that. He I mean, he, he when they called him six because the they were like, you're only going to last here for six months. <laughs> oh, that's great. You hate X-Pac. Um yes, X-Pac. It's, as an adult, as a kid, I loved X Pac. Oh yeah, but as an adult, I, you rewatch it, you rewatch it, and you realize this guy has no gimmick at all. Yeah, he kind of was just like in DX and and Road Dog didn't he? Road Road Dog had no gimmick. He's he's, he's like he's, that was it. oh he's like that actress or oh, what's her name? Um, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Lily. Oh, fucking uh, Allison Hannigan. Yes, yes. She's just the same guy over and over again. That's, <laughs> yes, yeah. I knew you would because you said that before, and I thought of X-Pac when you said that. Because she is the, the same, same person. That did, but again, X-Pac and Road Dog just do the same thing no matter where they are. Like without DX, without New Age Outlaws, they really don't have any – they couldn't be a solo show. They always have to be in a tag team. Right. But the problem is is that their, their tag team partner, they're both Marty Jannetty. <laughs> they are okay. both Marty Janetti. Yeah. They're great with a tag team. It's just that their partner is way more talented. Yeah. Is Billy, I'm sorry, Billy was more talented than than Jesse. Yeah. I, I love He's Billy. Physically gifted. physically gifted. He sucked on the microphone too, but he was physically gifted. You know? But yeah, I, I hate Ric Flair. I hate X Pac. I'm that guy. No shame in my game. I hate them both. Ooh. I always felt Xbox like I always, I like the Xbox when I was a kid, but as an adult, I'm like he doesn't belong here. And Ric Flair just buried everybody. I, I I got I used to make me upset that I had to spend 15 minutes watching somebody's grandpa talk on a microphone instead of watching some young guys fly around the ring like like Eddie or Jericho or any of the the luchadors. And it always pissed me off that NWO never wrestled ever. They would do like two minute matches and they then beat people jumped. up. Yeah, then it, then they would launch somebody into a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it worked though. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Right now, what Flair did on Sunday is the finger poke of doom and fucking getting launched into a trailer for his fucking legacy. As far as I'm concerned, it's a combination of the two. A big steamy shit on, not to me, but other people admire his career. I, I, think I admire um, it up to 1994, and then I'm done. I, I acknowledge it up to 2008, and then I'm just like, all right, <clears throat> enough is enough. When we went back to WCW, I was over. It's time for Charlotte to take him behind the barn and just put him out of his misery because old you know – style. Old yellow style. Because you know it's not going to end. You know he he's going to get the itch. Nah, you don't think he's, you don't think think he's he calling triple – Listen, he may not get the itch to wrestle again, but he wants definitely he wants to be on TV. 100%. You don't think he wants back in WWE? You don't think he's going to get Well, they're hurt? making a documentary on him, so. Of course, because he needs cuz he needs the money. You don't think you don't think it's a all little too convenient that Flair's now back into their opening and en- intro intro where you hear the woo. He tweeted that he's on good terms with WWE again. And all of a sudden, last night, Becky Lynch is back to being the man. By the way, I hate that gimmick. I love it. 
I hate I that. Absolutely love it. So oh, stupid. I love it. So she's a trainee now. That's what we're talking about. No, it's great. No, she's the man. Like you know, when you say you're the best, you're yeah, the I know. Man. And it was, I, I know. You, to be the man, you gotta be, beat the man. Yeah. It's stupid then. It's stupid now. She's a woman. No, no, she's the man. She runs the women's division. She's she's the best. Oh, right now I'm it. fucking. Um, I, I can't remember who it is, but I'm either Bryson DeChambeau or Brooks Kepka rolling my eyes at the entire fucking gimmick. Between her being the man and fucking Daniel Bryan's stupid yes bullshit and Brock Lesnar not being able to cut a promo and John Cena being Marky Mark, that's why I haven't watched wrestling seriously in no, the last no. 15 years. You haven't watched wrestling seriously because you want some titties and some ass out no. by all means hey listen i would love for that to come back to sells baby sex it, sells but once they go tv 14 that's not gonna that's not gonna come back no it's not happening the most the most you're gonna see for tv 14 is like what edge say an asshole maybe the occasional ass or shit or maybe the matches might be a little more edgy to where there might see the a little more lines, blood or something the storylines will be edgier. The promos will be edgier. The wrestling will be edgier. You're not seeing any titties. I saw at WrestleMania. You're not going to see any intentional titties. If you want to see that, you're going to have to sign up for Tony Storm's OnlyFans. Other than that, (laughs) it's... uh... I don't know who that is. Oh, Yes, he does. Nick said this last time. Damn straight I do. <laughs> damn, damn Ladarius. Yes, I do. I know. Actually, uh, Ant was the one that said, do we get the hoe train back? Anthony said, can we get the hoe train back? Yeah, but if we do get the hoe train back, Nick's going to be the conductor. Listen, all I want to know, all, all, all I got to say is that the hoe train introduced us to some very good wrestlers. It, it, it did. You're, you're not wrong. Victoria, Lita. 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 They were both in the hoe train. Um, I want to say there was one more that was also in the hoe train. I think there was. I just I can't remember. remember who it is. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, the whole thing was great for everybody. I'm still scrolling through a WWE shop, and I came okay. across the uh, title you were talking about. Elite Series Universal Championship Replica Title Belt. $2,000. Yeah. Two, two grand. Yeah, no thanks. Two Not grand. For the, for the Universal title, no thanks. Yeah, so it's it's real leather, uh, and then it has 383 cubic zirconias, and it's 10 karat gold uh, plated. I would not, I would not drop two k on that. That's, you got to put. You know, I was rich. I would just so I could say I have it. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if I, I do, was, if, like I, if I hit that Mega Millions, I'm getting a couple of these belts. But. I just want everybody to know that if I do go to a WWE event sometime in the near future, and you see me walking around with this, the belt is on the line. There we go. Ooh. I may have to buy a Money in the Bank briefcase just so I can get my title match. 
the belt is on the line, right? Everybody always says that if you bring a title belt to a WWE event, you should be having to defend the belt at the WWE event. I'm ready. I, I'm not Are trying to catch. <laughs> I'm not trying to catch some sweet chin music at Madison Square no. Garden or the Barclays Center. Get an RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> I miss him. He needs to come back. He does need to come back. He is missed. But gents, you guys got a show to do. I took up enough of your time. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Always good to talk to you, fellas. Oh, I just listen. saw some things that took place in the last like two weeks. It was fire the last two weeks. And before I go, I just want to say thank you, Vince McMahon. You made my childhood worth it. Exactly. Pour one out. Pour one out for Vince. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Welcome anytime, brother. See you later, Nick. Take care. Peace. Take care. Uh, love Nick. Love I love talking. I love talking wrestling with someone who I've watched watched it with for so long. Right. Like I, you know, I've known Nick since high school, mm-hmm. and we would I would have you know my boys over Sundays. We would order some shitty ass Dominoes that would take two hours to come. <laughs> so then I, I would have to call and cut a promo on them. And, you know, it was just, you just hang out, watch it. That's what you did back then. There was business yeah. before the network, you know, before Peacock. Yeah, I did it too. Know. I did it too when I was younger. And, you know, some some of my friends still watch it, some don't. So I think we all have something in common there. You know, it's not everybody likes today's wrestling. So, but, you know, Triple H is trying to change that. Triple H is trying to change that, and good segue. <laughs> it definitely is because I definitely want to talk about. I want to talk about SummerSlam, and I know you have NXT coming up, so we may we may have to cut this episode to to do a two parter, and you know we could oh, talk about, about we could do SummerSlam now, and got about twenty minutes left. We could just yeah, we could do Raw yeah. a different time, or we could like do a little segue, but um. I love SummerSlam. Like oh, I was great. saying, you know, before Nick came on, you know, I caught it Sunday morning. And right. first of all, I'm a huge fan of the Saturday night pay-per-views. Me too. I'm so happy that it's, you know, a permanent thing, it seems. And Especially when football season starts. And, and you know what? It's just, they end like 1045, 11 o'clock. People have work. Right. You know, if you're catering to kids, they can't really stay up on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a Sunday night, you know, to watch it. So it's more like, you know, cater to your audience or just, you know, do what the UFC does. Do it Saturday nights. Get mm-hmm. a big audience. And, you know, you rest on Sunday and you have Raw on Monday. There you go. I mean, for me, it's definitely convenient as a fan, too, you know. Especially when WrestleMania is like five hours long. No, yeah. Well, it, I thought SummerSlam went by really fast. Three Same. and a half hours is usually a five-hour show or four and a half-hour show. It was a three and a half-hour show. It's a Triple H effect coming into play already. Um, and SummerSlam started off with a bang. Started off with a bang. Triple H. Bringing back Bailey, Io Shirai, well now Io Sky, but um, and Dakota coming back, yeah, Dakota Kai, and 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 and, no, I don't want to 
gloss over too much, but Becky and Bianca put on a great match. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, they put on a fantastic match. Like they always do. It was a great opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she popped her shoulder, finished the match yeah. still. Which... I'm upset about that one. Yeah, me too. Uh, it, it... <clears throat> they already have Cody out. They have Randy out. Now they have Becky out. It's just like, what else? Like, what else? <laughs> How many top stars can they lose? You know what, though? I was thinking about that, too, and it's it definitely sucks, but I feel like you lost one and you gained three. Oh, yeah, definitely. Possibly five, which I kind of predicted. I'm off a little bit, probably off by a week, but I predicted by SummerSlam, Triple H would get Sasha and Naomi back. Yeah, and, there are you know, reports about that. And listen, if it's true, they could be a nice refreshing i guess replacement for becky because now you know you could do so much but i feel like they're gonna have to eat a little shit first before you know they come back i think the trio of bailey eo and dakota kind of makes up for it in a way with becky being out i mean nobody can replace becky she's a top star there but i think i think it works well with them three coming back and now she has this injury and who knows when Charlotte Flair is coming back? That's another thing that we don't know I yet. Know Charlotte, so, yeah, yeah. So, and I would assume that she's coming back soon. I mean, how long can she be out for? But I think they're. I think they'll be fine. I think the women's division is in good places. Um, on the other hand, of the women's division with Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey, not such a good match. Good finish. We'll see where it goes from there. Um, I think we my talked buddy, about it a little bit about. Yeah, my buddy was saying that Liv was kind of exposed in that match to where she's not a good wrestler. He was saying, and nah, I'm like, I I can't I can't comment on it because I didn't really fully. That was the only match I didn't pay attention to because it was I just like, don't think Liv and Ronda are going to work together well. I think it's just kind of like a clash of styles, kind of. Yeah, it, they're they're. It's definitely not fluent the both of them together. Ronda yeah. needs more of a like a bruiser, I guess, or like someone more right. with her style that mm-hmm. you know. Because like when you're throwing Liv Morgan around like a fucking rag doll, it's, it's almost right. like yeah, you know, it's like one of those things. Like, how is she winning? Ronda and Charlotte was better. I think. Oh, I, I yeah. think Ronda and Charlotte was much better than. Oh, Ronda and Liv, but um, yeah, I, I think the women's division is good places right now, uh, especially if Sasha and Naomi come back soon. Oh, I agree. I agree. You know, with Sasha and Naomi, then, you know, Bailey, Dakota, and EO, there's a lot of fresh matchups that we can yeah, see. Yeah, finally. And with what Triple H is doing on Raw to where it seems that everyone's getting time. Yep. It it could, you know, it could be a good thing to where, you know, maybe it makes the women's division on Raw stronger and you can have entertaining matches to where it's not a five second, you know, match with a roll up or a DQ. So, yeah, SummerSlam was it was a Vince McMahon booked show like the matches that were booked on that show. Vince, like those were Vince's matches that he put together, but 
you know, Triple H, Triple H produced that show. You know, it was Vince made those matches before he left, but Triple H had control of SummerSlam and he did a great job. I mean, you know, another thing was the Logan Paul match. And Logan Paul, I know people hate him, but he's unbelievable. Logan Paul may be one of their best signings in recent years. I like him and McAfee. Yeah, both of them together, they tremendous assets of this company. It's unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe it's only his second match, Logan Paul, and he looks like a natural. And people yeah. are like, well, where did this come from? Like, who trained him? Like, well, storyline. How is he this good? How is he this good? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it really is. And it's almost like they struck gold in a way. They did. You know? They really did. Because he gets a reaction from the audience. I mean, they yep. hate him for. Because he, it's like it's almost like the Miz. What the Miz says, I rather you uh, hate me for everything that I am than like me for something that I'm not. Logan Paul is extremely outspoken on a lot of topics, and he's rich. He's a good-looking guy, and he's successful. So mm-hmm. when you bring that type of person into wrestling, and you have all the wrestling fans like, oh, he's an outsider. Uh, he doesn't care. He's only here for money. I think it's the complete opposite. This isn't like when you know you get Jeremy Piven to guest host Monday Night Raw. He right. calls it Summerfest. You know, Logan Paul, Bad Bunny. These guys are taking bumps. They're training. You know, yeah. Logan, Logan Paul, Paul did a frog splash. Yep. Off the top rope through an announce table. Yeah, he, Logan Paul took what? this seriously, and it's. It, it's unbelievable. It really is. He took it seriously and he's doing great. Yeah. And he gained the fans respect last night. Did you notice Absolutely. he came out, he came out to like booze and stuff like that. And then once he won, once the match built up, he, they popped, it was a huge pop for him when he won. So yeah. he gained their respect. He's over now and he gained their respect. And I think that's all WWE, like you said, struggled. Yeah. Um, and I go, I, I have a bit of a hot take, but I'll go and say uh-oh. Logan Paul right now is better than half the AW roster. I, I have to, <laughs> you know what? And I need to clip that. I want to <laughs> clip that somehow. And I want to just is. start, you know, he that's is. a hot take. That's a hot take, but it's truthful. It, he's not, he didn't drop anybody on his head yet. They, he, not botching anything right now. He looks like he's trained. So, and it's only his second match. Come on. Second match. First match was at Mania. He tagged with the Miz and took on the Mysterios. And then this the second match, SummerSlam. He, <laughs> he, uh, I, I, I lost my train of thought because Nick wrote. Logan Paul oh is Dave Rickhead on crack. And then he followed it up with screw Logan Paul. So my question is, is that being that Nick's a fan and he can't wait to see Logan Paul return to the ring again, who who do you put him in the ring with next? 
You know, you, you had the Miz, you um, had the Mysterios. Like you could who... put him, you could put him in there with anybody. If he's going to perform like this, you could put him in there with anybody. But obviously, make a storyline out of it and make people care. But you could put him in there with, you know, I could see a Corbin, like a Baron Corbin again, because of you know what Baron he did with McAfee. Corbin, a Baron Corbin, maybe. Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm Mike, and we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maybe a Champa. You know what would be interesting? Maybe. Bobby Lashley and Logan Paul. Nah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I feel like with Bobby's size, he could almost like do more with Logan Paul. Maybe. Because, Maybe. I mean, because Bobby Lashley, perfect segue, didn't really do much at SummerSlam with his match with Theory. Uh, yeah. That's the other – I lied. Uh, I was a little, a little hungover Sunday morning, so I was outside. I was outside smoking during this match, so I didn't watch it because I knew, I knew Theory wasn't winning. I just, I just like knew that they're running with Bobby. And after what they did on Raw, these segues are great with the two triple threat matches. It made sense to do that with Bobby being the champion and doing that for. than doing uh, that for Bobby Lashley uh, is in, Bobby Lashley is incredibly over right now. I would argue that he should be in the title picture, like the main, like the undisputed title picture. He's so over right now, which is and I like that. I agree with that too, a hundred percent, because he is over, and you have Triple H back, and I feel like with uh, McIntyre being the number one contender for a Clash at the Castle. Obviously, that's because it's a UK pay-per-view. You know, it's not because oh, they yeah. want to put the title on on McIntyre. It's I don't think they put the title on McIntyre, but if they did, my God, that pop would be – he would get a stone-cold pop. <laughs> if, he would. If he we, won. If he won, that, that stadium would go crazy. Then you know what you do? If you really want to make the people go home happy? You have, have theory, have theory cash. Yes, on. I, I am on board. I'm not on board the theory train. I'm the conductor of the Austin theory train. I that love train, it. I love that the train. That train might have hit a wall. No, it's it's not because honestly, it makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect sense, and they did this with Ziggler back in. Um, I mean, they're whatever. beating him into powder. Right, they just 
<laughs> right. So bury his ass. Let him lose matches. Let him get beat up. So when he goes to cash in, people are like, this guy's been losing for months. He's not going to win. And then guess yeah. what? Boom. He could do that. He, he cashes in that. and he wins. You could do that. I, I like Theory. I think Theory's great in the ring. I think good in the mic. I think is the future of timing is a little weird because what are they doing with Roman? You know, how did they take the belt off of him? Who's going to be the person that does it? What happens when Cody comes back? But the, that's the questions best questions right now. But see, that's the best part about Theory having that briefcase. No, oh, I agree. They have a year. They literally they have, have a year to figure it out. And if Triple yeah. H, you know, is still going to be ahead of creative, he has a year to milk whatever he wants out of theory until the time is right. And mm-hmm. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a successful cash in. Right. Because he's just like you were saying, he's I think he's the future. I see Randy Orton when I see him. A nice young talent who could do it in the ring, is gifted on the mic, mm-hmm. and I feel like you give him any sort of gimmick and he'll get it over. Yeah, I see a mixture of Cena and Orton. I see a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, and I like him. I, I think they need to pick a time that's right for him to cash in to where it will mean something. You know, just do it on a whim. Just, you know, make it mean something. Make it be huge. Make it be a big moment. Like they did with Seth. I don't think he will cash in on Roman Reigns. Is I don't know who he cashes in on. <laughs> I, I think he might hold this for a while. I think so, too. I don't think he cashes in before WrestleMania. I don't. Yeah. It just doesn't. I don't know. I could see I could see him going to the last day, cashing in, and losing. <laughs> uh, I could see them going any that. route. I could see them really going any route. I don't know which route they take, and maybe that's a good thing. Exactly. You know what? I, I agree. I like that because it's almost like the way they are booking him. While I think it's going to be successful, if he cashes mm-hmm. in on Roman when Roman's holding both belts, he's not winning. I don't think. I, I don't unless I don't they do after Mania because in my mind I'm setting myself up for disappointment. But in my mind, next year WrestleMania, it's Rock and Roman. It just it's that's I, the only thing I'll be satisfied in Roman. And if if they're promoting, you know, 700 days, a combined uh, as world champion over a thousand days, it's to me it. He needs to be the champion going into WrestleMania. It just it, that's the way they've been booking it for two years. Get one of the belts off him, figure it out, figure it out, do something. But I agree. I mean, I want to say Cody. The, well, Cody I wanna is going to want a main event. Cody's going to have to main event one of these nights. And and that's what I was going to say is that I don't think they would have unified the belts if they knew Cody was going to sign. I feel like they hyped up. Yeah. Because what? Royal Rumble? 
probably around the end of the year, end of last year, beginning of this year is when they were, you know, hyping up the title for title or title mm-hmm. unification. Just the right. fact that, you know, Brock won the Rumble. And then I think he what won the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. So he was WWE champion, but he won the Rumble. So he was able to challenge mm-hmm. for... Like they wouldn't have done all that. I don't. I don't think if they knew Cody was coming. Possibly because, not. Or maybe they they just underestimated the pop and the fanfare Cody would get when he came. All that could be true. Yeah i I don't think they would have unified it knowing Cody was coming in. But then again, at the same time, who knew Cody was getting into these injuries and. Maybe yeah. SummerSlam would have been different. Maybe we would have had, we wouldn't have had Brock and Roman in the main event. We probably would have had Cody and uh, Roman. And speaking of the main event, did you see the main event of SummerSlam and the chaos that ensued? The match started off great. Like not, even before the match started, he's driving the fucking tractor down. Brock I'm like. What is and then the mic the mic toss that was great. I didn't that even was, see that. I didn't see it either. That was smooth. Yeah. That was really smooth and Roman with that little wink. But mm-hmm. I saw a meme that it said it took them seven years to have a good match. Nah, no. I, I mean, if I guess if you count their their last good match was WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah, I would say that that was that. Was I guess it's WrestleMania thirty eight. Yeah. It's almost seven years, but. I want to say it was probably one of their best matches. It was just, and that's like, I don't get like, and that's what I'm talking about with Nick, like watch it. You know, you're, yeah. you're a Brock hater. It you think Roman's a back. knockoff rock. Yeah. It's watch it. Give it a watch. And I guarantee you, you'll be a fan. When he at the end ring over, when he tipped it over and it went what? in the air, that, what? that just the picture of that, just the visual was just unbelievable in the chaos surrounding the ring. Yeah. Theory trying to come out and cash in and Brock F5 and then Brock F5 and Paul's through the table. Which, yeah. Respect to Paul for taking that bump because <laughs> at his age and I... I want to know, know how, how Triple H pitched it. <laughs> he was probably like, Paul, Brock's going to lift you up and he, he, he's going to protect you as much as he can, but... Just know you're going through that table. <laughs> and I, I can see Brock hyping it up too. Oh, yeah, I could see. It, but Brock protect, Brock, nice. Brock put him down. As Yeah, he gave like he the could. Otis yeah. F5. Yeah, he, he, he put him down as easy as he could because it is Paul. But I thought that was great. And right finish. I'm glad that was the finish. You know, Roman is on a historic run. And it's obviously leading to something very big. And I yeah. think we all know what that is, um, or at least we could, at least we could think of what it could be. Yeah, do <laughs> it. It has to. No, listen, it <laughs> has to be. All right. So here's my thing. Um, if it's not Roman and Rock, then what is it? Probably Roman and Cody. What is it? It'd but be Roman and Cody. It's <sighs> they need two main events though, unless they do the unless they do another women's main event. For one of the nights, um, I'm trying yeah, to think. I don't know. What would be the maybe Ronda what? and Becky? That could be it. 
that could be that could be the main event night one, and then if they don't get Rock for Roman, they could just do Cody. Cody's winning the Rumble, so he's gonna have to face the champion at some point. <laughs> he's definitely gonna. I if Cody does Cody not return the Rumble, win the Rumble, I'll be shocked. Yeah, same, same. Unless there's some setback, but if he's able to go, the Royal Rumble is the the best spot. Yeah, I, he should. He should be. I would be surprised, but hey, <laughs> anything's possible. I, I think Becky era, too. I don't know how long. Yeah, Triple H. Uh, Triple H is definitely on the call on the phone right now with Cody. Like, yeah. Listen, don't worry about that AEW AEW shit. You know, I'll, I'll let it go. But you know, you destroyed my throne. I want to put you on one. Get healthy <laughs> for the Rumble. You win it. I can see Cody and Becky winning the Rumble. Yeah, I hope so. I that's the way to go. I Cody. I'm a big fan of Cody, so I'd like to see that personally. So say it's Roman and Rock. I think somehow (laughs) you have to get one of the belts off off Roman. Get the WWE title off Roman. And that'd be the because he's. He, yeah, because he's been he held the universal title for so long. I don't know. It's just it's so it's crazy how we, you know we just SummerSlam just passed phenomenal show, mm-hmm. and we're already jumping like six months in the future to WrestleMania, trying to figure out like what they're going to do. But uh, everybody's trying to find find out the end game of Roman. What you know. Where is this all leading to? Where is this leading towards? And he's on an historic run. I mean, it's over 700 days as champion. And the only one that, you know, you're heading into Hogan territory. You know, yeah. only Ho- guys like Hogan and Bob Backlund back in the day, he was held title forever. And San Martino, you go all the way back to that, those days. So it's kind of crazy. It is. It's It's not something you see when there's, you know, Two shows on every week at a pay per view. No, every month. no, you, you, you know? never see. This is historic. You never see. This probably will never happen ever again. No, no, it's he's 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 crushing Punk's record. He crushed Brock's record. I don't see them doing something like this again for a while. No, I think he I gets won't. to. He's at seven hundred three six. I want to say it'd be crazy to get to a thousand because even even if you do get Rock for WrestleMania, he's not beating Roman. What what's the point of that? Roman's going to beat him. Head of the table, head of the bloodline, and then I mean, unless Rock, unless Rock somehow is going to be on, you know, he's signs a deal and he's going to, you know, do a year worth of pay-per-views or something like that. I doubt that highly, but well, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. What, what, what I don't see that happening. No, I he's don't see making that happening way too either, much but... more money movies. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to do that, but you know, who knows, who knows anymore it's all, it's crazy. And I'm it excited. Crazy. There's a lot. Of... I'm excited to see what Triple H does. Me too. Me too. It's definitely going to be. Uh, I want to. 
it's exciting. Like I'm excited. Like I'm right. actually looking forward to watching Raw last night. You know, everybody. I was. watched it a little late, but oh yeah, with the rating that they did, mm-hmm. they did great. I um, you know, SummerSlam was probably one of their better pay per views of the year. And oh, like definitely. I saw someone yeah. say that, and they're like, "Well, did you watch Forbidden Door?" I'm oh, like, God. I don't have time for this. I really don't have time uh, for Forbidden Door. I don't have time to get into it. I enjoyed Forbidden Door. SummerSlam. Oh my God. Yeah, I enjoyed I SummerSlam <laughs> too. I mean, it's the fact that people even bring up Forbidden Door. Yes, it was a good pay per view, but for a certain audience, it was a good pay per view. Yeah, exactly. for the for the casual wrestling fan, they don't care about that. You know, they don't care about New Japan and Ring of Honor. Uh, we could be here all night if I talk about ring. Uh, if I talk about AEW, dude, cat. Do you know who Cat Deddens is? Um, she yes. was in Marvel. Yes. Um, Forty One Virgin. I saw her tweets. I saw her tweets. Yeah. <laughs> she tweeted, "I love W." She goes, "I think I'm starting to love WWE." I'm mm-hmm. like, "I don't follow you already." I'm like, "Quick follow." I'm like, yeah, "Why I saw not?" That. Hey, Everybody goes like, oh, you got to watch uh, New Japan, like, yeah, 1992. I'm sure she'll, I'm sure she'll like, really bro. like that. I'm sure wow. she'll really like the New Japan and Ring of Honor stuff. I'm sure she'll go crazy for it. Oh, God. But, but like, you know. Just, it, it, that's how they are, man. That's how, like, just enjoy it. Like, I love AEW. I love AEW, but when it comes to the New Japan stuff and the Ring of Honor stuff, I, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Yeah. And even and AEW, okay. focus on focus on AEW before you focus on other promotions. That's I what agree because they need to focus on AEW, especially with Triple H in charge. They need to start focusing on AEW more. I agree, a hundred percent. It's more. Yeah. Um... Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, the free agents that come up are going to start to say, "Hey, what? Hmm, WWE yeah, is looking like, nice." Huh. <laughs> Wait a minute here. So know, Tony Khan uh... better. Tony Khan well, better get his contracts all signed up. Tony Khan sounds a little shook about Triple H being in charge because he where was on. Um, where is MJF? Where is War- to- where is Wardlow going after his contract's up in a little while? Exactly. Where is Jay but, Cargill going to go? But you know what's funny? Hmm. Um, Tony Khan was on Busted Open Radio this past week, and he said that. You know, Adam Cole is signed until like twenty twenty seven. Five years. Um Malachi Black is signed for five years. Mm. So he's like, What? People think that just because there's a new head of creative that everyone's gonna magically be able to go back. No, Why? We're talking, talking about the people that are their contract's gonna be up in about a year. <laughs> exactly. And mm. I think that's the problem is that Adam Cole Alistair Black, they're not AEW guys. You know, they're you got them from WWE, and obviously they came from other places, but they're not your homegrown talent. You're no, you're more worried about losing. They don't guys have much that of that. They don't. They really don't, they and they well. should be taking care of it, bro. MJF is is. I think it's legit. It's got to be real at this point because if it's, he doesn't show up in September and all at all out, then it's legit. I forgot all about it, though. It's like it's forgotten. I mean, every, everybody has, and that's the problem. I think they're backed into a corner now, and they don't know what to do. And I, you know. Was this the plan all along? But, like, it's. I don't know. Like, it, 
announce something like kayfabe have tony khan be like hey you know due to the unprofessional actions you know i have no choice but to indefinitely suspend him you know and i'm not saying i want tony khan as a authority character oh god please no but like he has enough problems they do, but you know, have someone in charge be like, listen, you know, this is on MJF. You can't say these things. You know, it was disrespectful. There's kids in the audience. Just say something. They're but working. They, they're working them. They're working everybody. But it, if this is a work, this is a poorly executed oh, work oh, to a, WCW it's, standards. It's bad. It's like when Bret Hart left for left WWE for six. And then six months later, he went back. He went to WCW. <laughs> six months. It's, it's like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, it's become it's on the verge of that right now. Where it's like, okay, like he had this great work shoot promo, whatever you want to call it, about two months ago, and he still hasn't shown up. His name hasn't been mentioned, other than you know the the press scrums after pay-per-views or shows, you know, and MJF's name gets popped up, but that's about it. You know, he's not, his name isn't being popped up on television. He's, his merchandise is still down. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know either. But I, I don't know what they're doing for half of the stuff they do in AEW, so. <sighs> I just wish somebody knew how to book AEW. And I don't think Tony Khan is doing that good of a job right now. I think what Tony Khan needs is a Triple H because mm. SummerSlam and Raw, again, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bury AEW too much, but SummerSlam and Raw were great. You know, their booking made sense. And yep. I think a fresh, you know, Booker is needed he because is you know, it. yeah, nope. Vince got stagnant. You know, it just everything he did didn't make sense. One one week without Vince and Trump is already getting a televised entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not even that he won televised entrance. That's the Triple H effect and play. And he's you listen. I if Tony Khan would put people around him and hire old wrestling bookers or past bookers. They could help him, but he just, he wants the book to show himself. And, but then you watch the show and you're like, well, geez, like, why did he do that? Why did he do, like, why is he making these decisions? But, I, mean, I love AEW. I love the matches they put on sometimes, but it's just, some of the decisions he makes is just, I don't even know where he comes up with them. Same. Yeah, I agree. And right now, there's not a lot to look forward to in AEW. And WWE has all the momentum. They do. And, you know, with all the changes that they've made so far of WWE, I mean, you saw it on SmackDown. You saw it on on Raw. You saw it at SummerSlam. Less than twenty minutes. You think we're going to see it on NXT tonight? Maybe. You know, last week's NXT was not much different, but 
I think I, I think we see a little, a few differences in NXT tonight. Uh, I mean, they're bringing back the women's tag titles, like I said earlier. So that's I'm sure that was Triple H working his magic. So yeah. let's see. I, I'm, I'll have I'll have all the coverage for everybody over at Wrestling Inc. Go follow them. Yeah, I'm looking for your banner right now. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Wrestling Inc. Oh, there we go. Boom. There it is. There they are. All right. So less than 20 minutes. I know we ran a little long today, but you know what? We're no longer in a timed slot. So right. we could go all night. You know, we could go half the night. You know, we could... Uh, do till eight o'clock. So I have to do my coverage. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. And actually, it looks funny. Um, we're on positioned over the Liv Morgan um, picture because it looks <laughs> yeah. like it looks like um the SmackDown Women's Champion. But who is the champion of live tweet and during WWE shows is my man Sal, and you can catch him on Wrestling Inc. You know, for those watching, uh, you can see the little banner in the left-hand corner under Sal's name. For those listening, it's wrestling, W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G-I-N-C. Go there, follow them. Uh, They do live tweeting for all major shows. And they also do a little breaking news where, you know, that's where the Sasha Banks news first came through. I think that was Raj. Who broke it? So you know it. They're definitely a good follow, uh, a good yeah. group of people. So come follow, come join us, or come join me. I'll be doing the um, live coverage for NXT tonight. Had a great time doing it on at SummerSlam. Got a lot of engagements. So just continue, continue engaging. Come join. There you go. And um, I think that might be all the time for right now. Give Sal a little time to uh, breathe and de- decompress from this long yes. show to get ready for live tweeting. Yeah. It was a fun, and, um, fun show today. It definitely was. And I want to thank Nick for coming on. You know, yes, it was definitely, you, yeah, it was definitely refreshing to have Nick on. It was cool to get, you know, other opinions. Other than him, on hating, Rina, other than him hating on Ric Flair. Nick can come back anytime. <laughs> All right, you're gonna you're gonna have to bring that up tomorrow night, and you could possibly catch us and Nick along with Anthony and TJ tomorrow night on mm-hmm. the Schoolboard Addicts podcast, which you can also find where you find us. So if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, give us a little thumbs up. You know those views and those likes they uh they help me sleep at night. Because it's hard to see that. So, you know, when I see high numbers, you know, that match me, I get excited. So, hope you guys enjoyed the show. You know, as you can see, you know, Nick was on. We're open to having any guest, really. If you're interested in talking wrestling, you're more than welcome to join. You know, Ladarius, always with the comments. Thank you. Oh, so much. Shout out to Ladarius. And, you know, a few other people within the belly up. Uh, sports community. I think there are. I think there's a few wrestling fans in there as well. So we're gonna have to maybe, you know, show the scoreboard guys how we do trivia. 
because right. they've been they haven't been having it on for a while because they've been busy with other scared. So, uh, you know what? I always tried to put them over saying they were busy, but I agree with you, Sal. I think they're mm-hmm. definitely scared. And who knows? Maybe we'll get some trivia tomorrow night. But if not, I don't know. May have to do some trivia for our next show just to, you know, switch it up a little bit. Yeah. But thanks, everyone. Appreciate it. You know, make sure you acknowledge us on YouTube and everywhere else. And have a great night. And tune into NXT in yep. 13 minutes. Good night, guys. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 